This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Think Future Podcast. My name's Chris Kalabukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep, deep, deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California, the innovation capital of the world. Still not 100% sure I'm going to add that. We're talking innovation, startups, the future, not necessarily those, and not necessarily in that order. Show number 68. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the worst job I ever had. Now, one of the first jobs I ever had was working at a snack bar outside the Toronto City Hall. Yeah, yeah, you guys know if you didn't realize I am Canadian, you must have heard an A and an aboot every now and then. Anyways, this thing didn't have a name, but we called it The Spot. At least that's what the manager called it. it. Didn't really have any name whatsoever. It was just a tiny little solid concrete bunker of a building designed in the 60s. I think it's called brutalism. (laughs) Uh, Very inhuman friendly. Inhuman. Place had no air conditioning. Got super hot in the summer. And if you guys know anything about summers in Toronto, they're hot and humid. And bitterly cold in the winter. Oh my god, did it ever get cold. And the way it was designed is that you served people out of this little slot in the building. I think the slot was maybe about a foot high. It's kind of, it was kind of like a teller. You know, at a bank, you know those bank teller windows? The window was literally... Actually, you know what it was very similar to? was a drive through window. It was a bit like a drive through window, but a little bit shorter than drive through window. And uh, it really was like a bunker. It really felt like being in a bunker. Very had limited, very limited menu. Very healthy snacks of the time, like uh, hot dogs with those uh, squishy white buns. Popcorn, which, believe it or not, was real popcorn. We didn't just get the bags and throw it into the containers. We did have a, an actual popcorn machine. Bags of chips. We had the choice of plain Salt and vinegar, sour cream and onion, and because it was Canada, I believe we also had dill pickle. That's right, folks, one of my favorite flavors, dill pickle. For the drinks, we had a enormous selection of sodas. <laughs> I think we had Coke, Diet Coke. Uh, actually, did we even have Diet Coke? We may not even have had Diet Coke. Root beer, 7-Up, or Sprite, I forget which one it was, and uh, coffee. We may have had tea, too. I'm not sure if we had tea, but we probably had tea. And to round it all out with a little dessert, ice cream bars. That's right, folks, ice cream bars. You remember ice cream bars with the little uh, white ice cream or vanilla ice cream in the middle and chocolate cookies? I think that was pretty much it. And uh, I got there early in the morning, went into the City Hall cafeteria to change, 
came out in my restaurant scrubs, white from head to toe, white shirt, white pants, white apron. And then right after we opened up, it was quiet for about 15 minutes. So we had a bit of time to breathe. And then all of a sudden, the rush was on. Started with the bums. They would shamble up to the counter and drop a bunch of wet coins onto it, probably fished out of the fountain, and asked for a coffee. After that, it was a continuous stream of people, all ages, all races, all genders, tourists, natives, all looking for a quick, unhealthy snack. Like I said, it was hot as hell in there. We were constantly taking money and shoving snacks, taking money, shoving snacks. To make the torture even worse, the manager liked to blast a top 40 station from his BFR, Big Freakin' Radio, you guys remember Ghetto Blasters, which would literally repeat every song every 40 minutes, drilling every top 40 song of that era into my brain. It was hot, sweaty, painful work. You barely got to talk to anyone since it was so busy all of the time you just churned and burned. <laughs> Believe it or not, that was not the worst job I ever had. I've had office jobs as a developer and as a manager that were much, much worse. They may not have been as physically taxing, but in some ways, much worse. You see, at least at the spot, you knew exactly what you were doing at every moment. You had a mission. Serve as many people as you could. That was clear and succinct. There was no backstabbing. There was no office politics. There was no grandstanding. No furtive whispers in the hallway. No long, boring meetings for no reason. No wondering if you were going to get fired or not. No slacking allowed, allowing others to do your work. No wondering if you have a job after the merger. No wondering if senior management approved or disapproved of the direction you were going in. It was really, really clear. Take the money. Feed the people. It was hard, but it was clear. You knew exactly what you had to do, and you did it. If you think about it, except for the fact that it wasn't very inspirational, it was a perfect job for some people. For some people, a job is just a job. It's a way to pay for the rest of your life, which you enjoy. I guess you can see the beauty of a job that for some people, but not me. If you ask me, the best jobs are both clear and inspirational. There are clear goals, clear mission, clear purpose. Everyone in the organization is aligned in the same direction. Well, the worst jobs, well, they lack direction. They lack communication. They lack a vision. No one seems to know where anyone is really going. Or everyone is going off in different directions. And I've been in startups where that's exactly the case. Everyone's just going off in different directions. So how do you find the clear and inspirational jobs? Well, it's actually pretty straightforward. Keep either A, keep looking until you find one. Review each company which you're applying to very critically. Use Glassdoor and every other source, such as contacting former employees and ask them about ex their experience with XYZ Corp. Right? I mean, the market that we're in now, especially if you're in Silicon Valley, is super hot. Super, super hot. And you have to understand, if you're looking for work, I mean, you may be, people might be, some people might be a little more desperate than others and they'll take whatever job comes along. But then again, do you really want to take a job where you absolutely hate it and you can barely stand working there? And you think to yourself, man, I, can, I can't handle this place and it'll mentally break you down? I mean, even working at the spot would have been even better than that. And of course, your second choice is always do your own. Create your own. Build your own startup. 
Start your own business. Because if you ask me, that's by far the better choice. If you start your own business, then you can imbue it with the core values that you wish it to have from the start. I mean, if you really want a business or a corporate culture that meets your requirements, you've got to start your own. You've got to start your own company. And it's never been easier. It's never been a better time to go out there and do your own thing. Never been a better time the way things are going. So that's it. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. future. <laughs> 